0: welcome to after the show your weekly movie podcast brought to you by Ace scully and sit talk we're addicted to movies are you Hello, everybody. Welcome to After the Show. Hello, Sid Talk, my co-host. Hello. Hello. How do you like being my co-host?
1: <laughs> it's acceptable.
0: I mean, m- maybe I'm your co-host.
1: I mean, that is the truth, but you can think whatever you want.
0: All right. <laughs> so welcome to my co-host, Sid Talk.
1: <laughs> the before the after the show discussion was a bit depressing at first, so we'll move on from that. And then it was... Um, was it? Just, well, you were watching protests in Manchester and the world and... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not pleasant.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we... I mean, that's reality, but... We were looking at some reality and then... But before that, we were watching this movie. Which was not reality. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And so that's it.
0: The end. Goodbye. Goodbye. See you next week. (laughs) All right. It's Saturday, October the 21st. This is after the show 809. We're a movie review podcast. Every week, we look at a new movie. This week we're looking at the movie Haunted Mansion in our, what are we calling it, Shocktober? That's what I'm calling it, Shocktober. Because we're doing horror movies all through October. Is this a horror movie? No, but it is a Halloween movie, right?
1: Yes, definitely.
0: So 2023 release. It's from our friends at Disney, rated PG. And uh, Sid Talk's going to give you the synopsis of the movie Haunted Mansion. I liked it. That's not the synopsis. Oh, <laughs> <All> right
1: <laughs> It is kind of.
0: You still haven't learned how to do this podcast, <laughs>
1: have you? Synopsis is in the title. It is a haunted mansion. <laughs> I don't know how much you want me to add to that. There are people who go, this mansion, it's haunted, there's ghosts, it's comedy. All right, I'll give, you the, I'll give you the real
0: one. <laughs> a single mom named Gabby hires a tour guide, a psychic, a priest, and a historian to help exercise her newly bought mansion, After discovering it it is inhabited by ghosts.
1: First of all, let's examine this. Let's examine this (laughs) synopsis. Why does her name need to be in that little description?
0: A single mom, Gabby.
1: And then it starts to sound like a joke, right? Yeah. A medium, a psychic, and a priest.
0: Walk into a mansion. And
1: an astrophysicist walk into a haunted
0: mansion. (laughs) It wasn't better than
1: mine. Mine was much better.
0: (laughs) Well, that's the one that Disney came up with. Did an yeah. AI do it? They're
1: slipping. They're slipping.
0: AI, probably. Sid Talk, how did you like Haunted Mansion?
1: I liked it. It was very fun. I laughed a lot. I think it was... I lo- it's based on the
0: Disneyland ride of the same name, which is not actually a ride I explained to you.
1: Yeah, because you've been there.
0: I have. I've been to Euro, Euro Disneyland when it opened, and one of the first rides I went on was Haunted Mansion.
1: But it wasn't a ride.
0: You walk in there and you—it's like a haunted house. You walk around and stuff jumps out at you, and uh, there's special effects playing—you know, like ghosts, holographic ghosts all over the place.
1: But this was 30 years ago. <laughs>
0: From what I can gather, just looking on the internet, my people who are watch on YouTube recently did a haunted mansion um, YouTube video where they went in there, and it had been decked out for the movie, so some of the things have been changed into the movie stuff. But it's pretty similar, to be fair. It's not really changed. I think Disney keep their things pretty similar, right? Because they're beloved.
1: Man, you need continuity, right? You used to be recognizable and all that jazz. I get it.
0: So I've been on the ride slash walk. You have not been on it at all.
1: I have not been to Disney. I I have no no desire to be. I do not covet your visit to European Disney.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I did definitely recognize some nods to the ride uh, in the movie. But if you've never been on it, it'll all be lost on you. And it, But it doesn't matter. So... Did you enjoy it? I actually did enjoy it. It's very Disney, right? Sure, sure. Like, it's the Disney template of things. It's, There's a kid. Yeah, it touches your heartstrings a little bit. There is a dead parent. Dead parent, always.
1: Also dead spouse. So, you know, I mean, it's not... Yeah. It's just your... Yeah, it's Disney through and through.
0: Yeah, and it's... As far as, like, them going into a haunted mansion... It's got a comedy element to it, so it's not terrifying all the time.
1: Right, and it is, to me, I, I laughed a lot. I thought it was really funny. The people were just really funny.:
0: I mean, the script was quite f- funny because it messed around with like modern things that we know, didn't it? like um, like where she says, "This pad that I bought from CVS." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like there's stuff like that in there, like nods to things that we all know. I thought the funniest part of it for me was... Anything that Owen Wilson said. I just thought, I thought he was really funny in it. He's just a smart ass. But he's a...
1: Lovable a, smart ass. Lovable
0: exorcist. He's, he's there to exorcise the demons, but... But... but. Yeah, you're going to have to watch for that
1: <laughs> spoiler alert.
0: So, yeah, it's a, a bunch of characters that get stuck in the I m- think
1: that the story, you know, isn't, isn't like super original. I think there's one really big bad ghost who wants to do something... Bigger and badder. And he was like an asshole when he was alive. And now he's imprisoned a bunch of other ghosts who don't, who want to haunt the house, but they're terrified of this one really ghosty ghost. And then in that story is how people cope with or are expected to cope with grief. Like there's one man who's lost his wife, the son who's lost the father. And that's the human part. Yeah. So nothing new there. There's nothing new about being tested in your grief, whether to like give up everything and just just wallow in sadness i don't mean wallow in a bad way i mean literally this guy wanted to pull our characters deep into their sadness and just held them there right so that was the idea so do you do that in life or do you realize you don't have to do that right that's the actual story yeah and then just the funny interesting every there's a lot of like dumb stuff you know like
0: Stuff that you'd kind of expect from... Yeah, and I don't
1: love that the one ghost character with his little lantern, who's the main... You know, he was the guy who owned the mansion. He's kind of nothing. He could be really interesting and dynamic, and yet he's really nothing. Like, he doesn't even register. He was less interesting than one of the tour guides that was tour guiding for about one minute. When oh, yeah. We went to a different house. Both of them, obviously, because I, I love Winona writer, But the other guy whatever his name is, Levy, Gene Levy's son, I believe. Yeah. He was really funny and dynamic. I wish they'd
0: have stayed there a bit longer. To yeah, decide. and then they
1: had this character who's the ghost in the mansion who owns owned the mansion originally, and he's just he kind of shows up when he needs to help them. That could have been like he could have been really funny or interesting or anything, but that kind of stuff, I just sort of let it go because I'm like, I just love it. I'm laughing. I love the people. Everyone's felt like they were just totally into it, you know, Rosario... Um, everybody just seemed like they just enjoyed and I feel like there was some um what's it called when you improvisation occasionally with either reactions or lines I feel or like, giggling um, a little bit. I Tiffany
0: lo- Haddish's character was possibly um Was she ad- the medium lady? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. She's fun. And with as soon as uh, Jamie Lee Curtis comes in I feel like those two kind of had a thing so it, you know like a comedy right jousting going on which was really cute.
0: Like we said, it's, it's very Disney. It's um, not offensive in any way. I don't think it's scary because it's like, it almost feels like an episode of Scooby-Doo, right?
1: Definitely Scooby-Doo references, <laughs> especially when you see down the long haul and the ghosts are chasing a guy across and then across and across and across. Anyone who's ever watched Scooby-Doo in any capacity knows <laughs> yeah. that old trope. So yeah, that was pretty cute.
0: If little kids watch this, would they be scared? And I was thinking, if I was a little kid, I don't know. If I would have been scared
1: of it. I think they balanced enough with the humor, you know, even the ghosts in the end, when he's given them all a speech, they all kind of like act goofy a little bit. So
0: yeah, the special effects in the movie, I thought were quite good because when you're dealing with ghosts, probably, well, I don't know how they did it, but they were real actors. You could tell the ghosts, but then they'd been given some kind of filter, right? Or were they they CG people? I don't know.
1: Oh, good question.
0: They seem like real actors because some of them spoke. And then there
1: was like... Uh, yeah, but haven't you heard of this new thing called AI?
0: Yeah, I think the best thing about the special effects, though, was the, the way the house transforms itself.
1: That was my least favourite, because I just felt like it wasn't, didn't really add anything. Well,
0: that's what the ride does. You, you go down right. a corridor, you look, you'll, you'll walk straight down a corridor that you just entered, you'll look behind you, and all of a sudden it, it looked like you have been walking down a corridor for 10 minutes.
1: Didn't you hear things sliding around? I mean, I would be I'm a skeptic and a cynic, so I would be well, like I remember it
0: being quite cool and being surprised like three or four times in that.
1: Yeah, but I'm I'm not you. So yeah.
0: But yeah, you probably do if you listen carefully. I mean if you've got bat ears like you. But you know why you don't hear things sliding around? Because they play really loud music all the time.
1: Ah, right, 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 gotcha. Right, it,
0: there's an organist in the main Thing, like a ghost organist and whenever something's going to happen he starts playing something really loud got so. it so, so now yeah, they we do,
1: figured it out they
0: use the magic to trick you <laughs> or is it really a haunted house who knows but yeah good point <laughs> I liked how the house manipulated itself because that reminded me of the ride and I guess that's what it's supposed to do it is a thing based on that not for me I guess what they're doing is they're going around um Disney. you know what it doesn't
1: do it doesn't make me want to go to the To the Disneyland world, whatever.
0: It doesn't. It
1: does not. It's not enough. It's not enough.
0: (laughs) They must be looking around Disney and going like, which thing haven't we made a property of yet? (laughs) Because then we can sell merchandise and shit. Is that too cynical? we had Pirates
1: of the Caribbean, because that was a thing first, right? And then a movie. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's all they need.
0: Yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean was, yeah, it was a ride. And uh, what else? Was a ride that they've made into a thing. I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't even know Disney stuff. (laughs) All right, let's get on to the cast here. Lakey Stanfield is our hero, Ben Mathias. He's really
1: good. I love him. I I loved him. I really
0: liked him too. I feel like he was taking it really seriously. Yes. Because some of the, um, like, let's say human elements of this movie required him to actually show show it. Yeah. The emotion part. I think he did really well. Rosario Dawson. Plays Gabby.
1: Year by year, she's winning me over. Have you know, always been a fan? I mean, I feel like Clerks too kind of made me go, mm, she's just a smart ass, thinks she's cool, you know? But then. She's changed my mind.
0: What about Death Proof, Tarantino's car movie with Kurt Russell?
1: Nah, that was, uh, everyone was up their own ass in that one. So that (laughs) did not impress me at all. Being the cool girl and a Tarantino, all of them, not just her. Like, so I'm not being dismissive of just her, but... Just the quality of moments now when I'm watching her really close. And, you know, you can see it all the way back. I remember 25th Hour, you know, that was the first time I think I've ever seen her. Was into her then. Then it sort of fell away because she became, like, popular. And then I really like her in Ahsoka. So, you know, little by little.
0: I'm sure she's
1: very, very glad that she's winning me over. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) It's very important. Owen Wilson plays Father Kent. I really like Owen Wilson. He makes me laugh a lot. He does. And we just watched him last night, actually. We were watching Loki season two. He plays Morbius in that. And I find him very funny in that too. To
1: be fair, he also has kind of that I'm pretty cool vibe. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But for some reason, I, I've never really had any issues with him.
0: Playing Morbius in Loki, I find like half of his lines to be funny. And I felt the same in this. It almost felt like it was half. the same. Yeah, you know, because sometimes he's being serious. True. Tiffany Haddish as Harriet. we Really it. good. Like yeah. really, 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 really good. She throws herself into She's this medium. She's over the top. she got this crazy outfit on. Psychic medium. She does ghost have talker. some really funny lines. And I think
1: a lot of that's her. Like, I feel like a lot of that was made up by her.
0: Yeah. Where she's like um, leaving the house and she's like, I'll come and do this, but you have to PayPal me the money. Yep, yep. You know, there's stuff like that thrown in. Danny DeVito as Bruce Davis. I'm not sure about Danny DeVito. <laughs> he's like, it just seems like a crazy old man to me. And I know that's what people like about him. Like yeah, and he doesn't
1: have to be anything else. So no, yeah, I get what you're saying.
0: I don't know about him in this either. Like it it seemed like he was a cartoon.
1: Oh yeah, totally. Like but more I've never than everybody seen, else. Um, What's it called? It's always sunny in Philadelphia or something. And that
0: know. is um, kind of cartoonish, right?
1: Right. I guess I've never seen it.
0: feels like he was doing that, like being, being really like over the top. The character was over the top, wasn't it? With the,
1: I don't know. Yes. He was like an old professor who had been studying haunted mansions in Louisiana forever. He's really crotchety and hateful and kind of ornery. And that's just it for the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I don't know. Weird. exactly (laughs) Jamie Lee Curtis as Madame Leota sometimes is a CG Jamie Lee Curtis and sometimes is a real Jamie Lee Curtis but I still liked her you know that effect where she's in the ball yeah I thought that was really good That was good she's basically a face inside a crystal ball but it's clearly a CG face because it doesn't look quite right does it it's not like they just stuck her face in there
1: I don't know I mean it was a little CG touched up maybe
0: yeah but then she's also a ghost.
1: Um. Well, she her spirit was trapped in the crystal ball yep. by the bad dude many years ago, hundreds of years ago. Now we've brought her back and she's glowing. So I'm saying yes to ghost. Yeah. Final answer. <laughs> yes, final answer.
0: Directed by Justin Simeon, he directed the TV show Dear White People. I don't know it. I've I not either. seen it, but I've heard it's funny.
1: I think this was a good... I don't know a stamp of an individual director other than, as I've stated in many podcasts in the past, maybe not super a lot, many, but he seemed to get good performances out of everyone. And I feel like that is key yeah, to putting your stamp on a movie is that if they're willing to be that for you and give you that, there's something about you because you're you're the you're the guy behind the camera, you're the guy or gal behind whatever, and you're the one talking to him about what the dailies are going to be and what you're the project manager, right? right? Director of the whole project. So I feel like if people are willing to like let it go and be this good, then that is a stamp, I think, of a good director.
0: Yeah, and it felt um, everybody was having a lot of fun. That's what it felt like to me. I could kind of almost see, oh, when he yells cut, everybody's still laughing and having a good time. Like, it didn't seem... Like, right. you know, IMDb reviews. What are those?
1: Well, they're reviews on IMDb that people, we're going to put in quotation marks because we don't know, leave about movies and the one star out of five stars. See, five stars isn't much wiggle room, right? There's not no. a lot of difference between a one and a five, but a five could be like, this is the best movie I've ever seen in my whole life, all the way down to number one, which is... The classic, one of the classics is Waste of My Time. I Want My Two Hours Back. Worst movie ever made. This movie should never have been made. So five stars doesn't seem like enough room (laughs) to go from one end of that spectrum to the other. But you like the one stars because they're hilarious.
0: Yeah. So the first guy says, creative train wreck, disappointing miss. It has an all-star cast and all the potential in the world, but it has the worst pacing I've ever seen. You don't care about any of the characters because they're clearly edited out and any of their backstories were rushed. Oh, the priest is Owen Wilson, so I guess that's why I know his character's personality. The same with DeVito as a professor, or Haddish. I don't blame the actors, it just reeks of Disney executives.
1: <laughs> Ooh, I love the
0: voice. Second guy says, uh, this is a dumpster fire, probably because of the writer's strike. I am almost sure an AI wrote it. Does this person
1: know when the writer's strike versus when this movie was made, how they are in relation to one another in the reality that we live in? Apparently not.
0: And the third guy says, I was quite surprised by my decision to watch this movie. Was you? You were surprised by your own decision? (laughs) It occurred to me that perhaps it's intended for a younger audience, which would certainly explain some of the elements that seemed a bit out of place. If you happen to be someone who truly appreciates the art of filmmaking and considers themselves a professional movie enthusiast, I'd, I definitely consider myself that. Yeah, I'd advise against investing your time.
1: FYI, or no, not FYI, question if this person is a cinema enthusiast interested in the art of filmmaking. Why the fuck did they watch it? Well, he, he explains.
0: Being no. a professional movie enthusiast myself, I it didn't quite live up to my expectations. I know, I'm
1: saying, why did he choose to watch it? Because it's very clear what it is from the poster, the box, the trailer, the name, the cast. We're not talking about a cinematic triumph here. And that's, I'm not being rude because I really enjoyed it, but it's, it is what it is. So that person's full of shit. And then
0: he carries on and says, I wouldn't want you to experience the same disappointment as me. So I took one for the team. Thanks. You can save your valuable time for something more worthwhile. I need some examples, please. Probably watching professional movie enthusiast type movies, <laughs> you know, cause that's what he is. He said it twice. All right. So they're the, um. Oh, that was
1: all the same guy. Okay. A person, whoever it is. Yeah. Got it.
0: So they're the IMDb reviews. We didn't watch some extras, although there are some extras on the streaming version that we got. There is mm. a a gag reel and some deleted scenes. So let's give Haunted Mansion a score. I am going to give Haunted Mansion a six out
1: of ten. I'm giving it a seven point six.
0: I like. I mean, I I often think oh, I'm saying six out of ten. That sounds like I didn't like it, but I think that means I did like it
1: just a little bit better than average. Maybe you haven't well-defined your scoring method. I feel like I have because
0: (laughs) this definitely fits in the six realm for me, you know?
1: Yeah, but six is only barely better than average. That's how I feel about it. Oh, only barely better than average. Yes. Okay.
0: We're talking about like eight, nine, and 10 are reserved for very... We're
1: not because I disagree. My skill. Based on what? Though I'm not comparing every movie... To every other movie. I'm com- I'm rating them based, just so people know. I'm rating them based on my experience with that. So every other movie that I've ever seen combined with the experience that I've had. Watching it, thinking about it. You know, enjoying it, not enjoying it, whatever. It's all of that combined. It isn't Ghost Mansion compared to The Exorcist. Like, so if The Exorcist is a, a 10 for you. And so then you want to go, yeah, but Ghost Mansion can't even compare to that. Well, to me, they're in a completely different realm. What's Ghost Mansion? Whatever this was. (laughs) Have you already forgot? (laughs) (laughs) I was mixing Ghost Dad with Haunted Mansion. I'm just saying. I'm not comparing it. I really liked
0: it. Six out of ten.
1: Right, but yeah, okay.
0: (laughs) And you said 7.6. All right. Next week, we're going to be looking at Another horror movie, and that'll be The Exorcist, Believer.
1: Not like The Exorcist. When or... I look at
0: that, I, I think of Justin Bieber. Belieber. Belieber? Is Stop. That what they, Justin Bieber's fans are called Beliebers. So that looks like The Exorcist, Belieber, which would be a weird movie.
1: Yeah, is that a new concert movie that we have to go see? <laughs> like a
0: crossover, like um Barbie and Oppenheimer.
1: I'm not opposed to concert movies. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. This is new. These This last few weeks, you know, con- well, they're not new, but I mean, to make a big, giant premiere of a concert movie. And as we know, it's been Taylor Swift and Beyonce, right? Yeah. Combined. I'm totally into that. I think that's cool. I will never go, but I get it. So this, what you're talking about here is X. Extra...
0: <laughs> like Justin Bieber dressed as Reagan in a bed oh with his head I was, spinning around.
1: I was thinking more like he was dressed like the priest. Right.
0: <laughs> Well, I think circular stage, him in the bed singing his hits, and spew coming out all over the audience every now and then. Be pretty cool. Good this is a,
1: this is this is a theater show, <laughs> not like <laughs> somebody's gonna make a billion dollars off of that.
0: Movie recommendations this week. I'm going to give you uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife, which was the very latest Ghostbusters movie.
1: Pretty good. Pretty
0: good. And I'm also going to give you. This isn't a movie, but it's something that this reminded me of. And it's the X Files season six, episode six, "How the Ghosts Stole Christmas," the okay. one that takes place in the haunted house. Remember with Mulder and Scully? Yeah, it's kind of like a kind of bit silly, but it's very this movie. There are ghosts. They're in a creepy haunted house, and it's actually funny. Also, has a heart to it if you remember. The funny part is subjective. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, they're my just saying recommendations.
1: My recommendations are going back over the, uh, what we have now as the 21st century. So from the year 2000 until now, and I'm going over all of my science fiction movies that I've ever made a note that I have seen. It doesn't mean I remember having seen it. And also does not mean it's high quality. So those are, (laughs) that's the standard for this recommendation situation for 2023. And I have Voyagers 2021. Do you know what that was? Mm. I don't remember. Yes,
0: I do. It was, um, all those kids on a spaceship and they were mating oh, and stuff.
1: Oh, right. Oh, right. It's actually
0: kind of interesting.
1: Interesting. I mean, it might have
0: been A24, I'm not sure. But yeah. It,
1: right. You're right. Now yeah. I get you.
0: Yeah.
1: Crimes of the Future. Yes. 2022.
0: Cronenberg.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh, with the Viggo chair. Martinson. The chair. It's very weird. Right? Yes. The, the chair that's from like Beetlejuice the movie. Yeah, but, that
0: weird, creepy yeah. chair. Yeah.
1: And then we have Moonfall of 2022. That was terrible. Moonfall.
0: Yeah, Patrick Wilson, the moon is going to fall out of the sky. They have to go and fix it. Was that Moonfall? Yes, that was what that was.
1: Was that the one where it's on the moon?
0: The moon's going to fall out of the sky and hit the Earth. They have to go, like Armageddon, in a spaceship to go and rescue but it wasn't
1: us. It wasn't really a moon. It
0: was an alien. We're spoiling something.
1: it, but yeah, yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> It wasn't
0: very good. It was very. It was really. Ugh.
1: It had a potential though, because you know, there's lots of nuggets of goodness there for science fiction.
0: They always do. Those. Um. It was a. You know, that guy. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying. 2012 yeah. guy.
1: Then we have Nope from 2022, which was really good. I nope. really enjoyed that. Uh huh. And Prey also from 2022. Mm. That was because a... I love anything Predator. That was a Predator. Movie. It was Predator, sort of a of a different time when the. The Predator had come to Earth for hunting and gets hunted. And so, you know, it's one of those like... mm -mm."
0: I quite liked it. Dan Trachtenberg was the director from uh, Totally Rad Show.
1: Oh, right. but That doesn't make it better, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. A Scully stuff. Uh, This week, uh, the big game Spider-Man 2 came out. I've got it on my desk. It's still got shrink wrap on it, Said Talk. Mm. Can't really talk about it. I will install it very soon. You can't talk about it. Are
1: you on a non-disclosure agreement?
0: No, I just haven't opened it. Oh, right. It's out.
1: <laughs> Anybody can play it. I'm opposed to non-disclosure agreements in this house, so that's why I ask it.
0: A game I have been playing on Steam is a new Star Wars game called Star Wars Jedi Survivor. I've probably played like three, four hours of it. Um, It's the sequel to, I don't know what the first one was called, Jedi something or other. I played that one all the way through. This one's the same type of game. Lightsaber in. It's a story about... This guy, Cal Kestis, he's called, he's a Jedi. One of the Jedi who escaped Order 66. There seems to be loads of them who've escaped Order 66, don't they? It wasn't
1: quite as tragic as we all thought. (laughs) So this is another
0: one of those guys, and he's got Jedi powers. I mean, it's a
1: big galaxy. So how the hell did the Emperor slash Darth Vader think that executing all of them was actually... I think that somebody, all of their little minions, you know, they were like... If you watch some of the TV shows, Star Wars TV shows, you get the very strong vibe that the Empire was like Nazi Germany. The Nazis, they were super, I'm not saying good things about them. I'm saying the way they portray them is that they're like bureaucrats, right? They try to be very organized, very structural. Orders go, and you just follow the orders, but it's all very boringly bureaucratic. Yeah, if you watch Andor, that's yes. that's the one that most shows you. And that. so I'm thinking that when Order sixty six was put out there, then someone put out all their little people into the galaxy to find out if every Jedi was dead, and a lot of the little minions were like, you know what, I don't give a shit. Yep, they're all dead. <laughs> yeah, everyone in this quadrant, they're gone. Don't worry about it. I'm I'm filling in the paperwork. Here you go, Mister Darth Vader. Uh, Yeah, all dead. We're good. And that's it. So I think that it was a massive breakdown in bureaucracy. That means we have lots of Jedi still alive. That's my theory. I'm sticking to it.
0: Well, Jedi Survivor, uh, it's a cool game. I've only played a few hours so far. But what's really good, because it's the sequel, and in the first game you had to kind of learn all the Jedi powers, you start this game like fully Jedi'd out so you can push people off ledges just by waving your hand. You can do the mind read thing on people, you know? please open this door for me. And they go, I'm going to open this door. And they open it.
1: Don't use your Jedi mind tricks on me. So you're really powerful.
0: (laughs) You can choose the style of lightsaber you have. You can have just a single lightsaber. You can have the double ones like Ahsoka has, or you can have the Darth Maul one, where it's one big long lightsaber with, where it comes out of both ends. You can choose the style that you like best. I'm doing the Ahsoka two lightsabers at once kind of thing. It's really cool. Jedi survivor. That's out on all the consoles and PC. Sidor, what's for dinner?
1: Potatoes, beans,
0: and eggs. What does the um the out the template say?
1: What does it say it? I'm not looking at it. egg, potato and shit.
0: <laughs> I forgot what the third thing was. <laughs> so I just wrote shit. Beans. Beans, okay. <laughs> I'm not
1: Ron Burgundy. I'm not going to just read whatever (laughs) you put in front of me. (laughs) There we go. I've changed it to beans. There you go. Some fried egg, potentially, or scrambled, with some fried potatoes and some baked beans.
0: And what's your advice and let's get out of this joint? It isn't
1: advice. This is not advice. This is non-advice. It's not even observational. It's commentary on me. Go for it. It's all about me. I didn't like... Okay, when I was a child, I didn't like people who were my age who acted like children. If you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. So why does everyone have to pretend that now I have to like people who are children who fucking act like children? Because I don't. I like children who act like who they are, right? Children who have conversations and who learn and who play. I like playing. That's cool. I... We are surrounded by children in our neighborhood. I'm sure they're all lovely human beings, but oh my goodness, you could unplug them from reality and put them in a fictional movie where someone says to them, act like the most obnoxious children you've ever met in your life, right? That's
0: true. Because they
1: are. And it's really irritating. Then you get the odd, when I went to my hometown homecoming and was had a bunch of old yearbooks and kids would come up, look, there were these two young boys, they're like 11 and 12, The most interesting people, they were really interested in the history. They were like asking questions and telling me stories about their life and just, and you know, funny, they're joking around and being kids, but they weren't acting like stupid children (laughs) or like maybe the stupid children's unfair. It's like the way people are expecting children to behave because that equals, oh, they're having a fun childhood. No, they're having a vapid, empty meaningless childhood. If you let them scream and holler and yell literally for 10 hours in a day, we can be in our house. And from the time we wake up till sun goes down, screaming, crying, fighting, screaming, crying, fighting. I mean, it's so boring. Occasionally you get a good little nugget and you hear them pretending. Like you hear them do their little stories and like, what did did the one kid say? I am Hulk Logan.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Hulk Logan. Hulk
1: Logan instead of Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Being wrestlers and they make up these stories that? Interesting. I can listen to that. But then when it breaks all down and they're just screaming and throwing shit and acting like somebody drew a cartoon of how a child's supposed to act and then they flicked it into reality and I don't like them now and I didn't like them when I was a child. So there you go.
0: Thank you very much for being uh, so hateful and hating children.
1: (laughs) You don't hate Children. <laughs> I don't like behaviors that people project onto children thinking well, that's how they're supposed to be because they're not. They're just people and they're going to have to grow up someday. They're not going to act like that forever. Why do they have to act like it now?
0: Yeah, stupid <laughs> children. scully.com. That's the place you can go to listen to this podcast. You can download all the episodes there. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're on there. I'm Scully, and she is Sid Talk. We're also on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, and YouTube. You can catch the podcast pretty much anywhere podcasts are available. Email feedback to me, asqually at asqually.com. Do not email Sid Talk. She wouldn't read your email anyway, even if you sent it. She would throw it quickly in the trash and call you a, a terrible name. <laughs> and stay classy, Disney's Haunted Mansion. Um, there's even a sing-song at the end. Kind of a little sing-song, right? A, sing. a musical number almost. It's the, the all start singing
1: nah it's just the song at the end
0: so if you like singing there's are reading
1: in something into it that isn't there but i'm gonna say think for yourselves or someone will do it for you